Hi, Laura. Hi, Naked News. I never have hot naked women interviewing me. So I don't believe that. It's, very, it's true. Thank you so much for being on the show. Clearly, it's my pleasure, Laura. <laughs> nice to see you. From the Naked News studios in Toronto, Canada, you're listening to Talk Naked. That was a great introduction. Thank you very much. I'm very good at my job. <laughs> you are, aren't you? everyone. Welcome to Talk Naked. I'm Laura Desiree. And before we get to today's awesome interview, I wanted to give you a little background on just how excited I was to do this and why it was an interview I simply had to pursue. I come from a long family history of radio personalities and producers. I was raised around large record collections, and I've always known of the radio legend Jeff Woods. Welcome to Records and Rockstars. I'm Jeff Woods, and... Uh... No introduction required, but I'll give one anyway. James Hetfield and Metallica. Hey, Jeff. How are you, brother? Nice, nice to see you. The one and the only Ozzy Osbourne. May 2014, New York City. I met with Jimmy Page. I purchased Jeff's book, Radio, Records, and Rockstars, in hopes of reading it all prior to this interview, but it's so dense and so rich with personal storytelling, I just couldn't race through it. And thankfully now, he's done an audiobook version, which I'll fill you in on at the end of today's episode. But get ready for this one. Jeff is as passionate about rock and roll music as me, so I knew we'd have a heated discussion. I also knew it was going to be a challenge to stay on track and not slip into a selfish masturbatory discourse on our favorite bands and songs and album art. Uh, His voice is truly iconic. You are in for a treat. And as you're listening to this, remember folks, I did this talk naked. Welcome to the Schmooze, everyone. I'm Laura Desiree, and today I have the grand pleasure of chatting with Canada's voice of classic rock, radio legend Jeff Woods. Thank you so much for being on the show. Clearly, it's my pleasure, Laura. (laughs) Nice to see you. (laughs) Wonderful. So I would consider you the ultimate authority when it comes to rock and roll history. Was rock and roll always a part of your life? How did this all come together? Can we get the origin story? Little kid, bedroom, Uh little green radio. That's it. Glued to it. And what was on that radio? Falling asleep to it. At the time, it was AM radio in Toronto. Okay. AM radio like Chum AM and CFTR. Was that rock and roll, though? Were you getting those sounds? It was as rock and roll as you could get as an eight-year-old kid. Wow. Right? Wow. And then so on and so forth? Freeform radio became a thing in the 70s, the Chum FMs of the world, when they were playing album sides, and that captivated me. And then the record collection, and then live shows, and skipping high school to sleep because you were out late the night before watching a band in a basement. It's not like that anymore. For me, it is. Well, it sounds like a magical time. You know, nowadays, radio just, you know, you don't hear these things. You're not as drawn to it. It's more fragmented, but it's more pervasive in that with online, and there's still lots of club shows, and live music has never been more important than it is now, given that people don't pay for music like they used to. That's super valid. No, they don't. Everyone's going out and seeing live bands. That's a good thing. Yeah, but are albums dying? Are albums still a thing? (sighs) Somewhat. Album art, this is what made classic rock, you know, And, and the idea of, you know, having that little time capsule of an artist at a certain point in their career, you know, say take Bowie and you get, you know, these beautiful chapters of their life. We don't have that so much anymore. I agree. The one thing that's missing, album art, 
people could remember the names of all the guys in bands. Yeah. And not just the Beatles either, but you could remember the names of the guys in Cheap Trick. Right. Who can you name in the Lumineers? And I always use the <laughs> Lumineers. Sorry, guys, I love the Lumineers. But name a member. They know that you do this. Do you do this often? <laughs> <laughs> they probably do. They started following me probably because of that. Or because of they saw that you were doing Naked News and they're like, I definitely want to see this one. I think they're going to want to see this one. Thank you, Laura. Let's start with your book, okay? This thing Please. is a big, hefty piece of what I think is just incredible, really. I'm, I'm just, you know, getting through it right now. But radio records when you say getting through and it, rock stars, yeah, I'm enduring positive. it. <laughs> I'm enduring it. It's a lot. It's so detailed. It's um, the story of your life. It really is that, and it, that alternates with conversations with yes. artists like David Bowie, like Joe Walsh, like Stevie Nicks, yes. and 20-something more. Uh, it's incredible that you've, you know, not only loved all of these names that you're talking about, but, you know, had the chance to sit with them or chat with them. It blows my mind. I never would have guessed as a kid, you know, when you're, when you're listening to those albums yeah. and, and you're seeing them on television at the Grammys yeah. to, to actually meet them. So it was unnerving at first, as you would imagine. No kidding. And eventually, after the third time you've seen David Bowie in the flesh, you kind of get used to it. I wouldn't. As much I, as you, I, as much as you could get used to that. Oh my gosh, what was the first time of meeting Bowie like? It was surreal. He was, from the word go, he was sweet and kind, because he was late that day. Yeah. For me and for everyone else, yeah. I could hear his band rehearsing downstairs. He looked over at me and, you know, wince, a winced mm -hmm, look. Mm -hmm. He rushed over, he had his cell phone in his hand, and he said, I'm so sorry. Well, nice to meet you. I'm so sorry. I'm late for everyone, including them downstairs. Wow. But I'm still not ready, but I'll be back and I'll give you my undivided attention. Wow. Ten minutes later, he came back. The interview was scheduled for 30 minutes. He stayed for 65. <laughs> so, my heart, right? No kidding. He was the sweetest. Well, no kidding. The most intelligent combined with the most artistic. And we know Bowie to be that, but you might not expect that sitting one-on-one. -on -one, but no it kidding. was that and more. That's incredible when it that was. happens. They always say, oh, don't meet your heroes, you know? Like, you never know how it's going to affect how you really feel about them in the long run, yada, yada, and all that okay. shit. And that's okay, so... Well, that's sometimes real. it happens, and sometimes there is disappointment, but thank God to hear such a great story about Bowie. Lovely yeah, that man. Make, that makes me closer to him as well, by right? the way. Yeah. How on earth do you have all the dates and the details that you've included in this book? Very Rain Man, as it, it relates to music and yes. nothing else. It's incredible. I mean, you're talking about specific clubs on certain corners in not only Toronto, other cities, dates, specific details. Do you keep a diary of no, all this? No, no. You remember the important things in your life, don't you? Yes, some, um, and, and not all of them. <laughs> Who's interviewing who? <laughs> but rock and roll is so famously hazy for all of, you know, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. How do you remember it all? I remember everything that's in the book. Uh -huh. There's other chapters that didn't make the book that I probably didn't remember. Well, maybe that's, you know, book part two Next in more book. of a free verse, you know, free form poetry. Perhaps. Maybe we can look forward to that. <laughs> Let's talk about radio for a minute because Go you ahead. came up, uh, well, most notably the biggest would be the Q107 program. Right. Right? That would yeah. be probably the big that's where I listened to the program you. formerly known as legends of classic yes. rock Thank, well that's where I heard you that's where I first right. heard this voice and right. was like totally captivated Thank you. what's happening to radio is it is it is it fair to say that radio is just kind of fizzling out there are shows on satellite yeah. there are still some shows on traditional terrestrial yeah. radio that matter um, maybe not the way they did, or maybe not as many the way they did in the 1970s and 80s, but yeah. they're still out there. You have to search for them. Podcasts are pro Podcasts proliferating, are as you know. Podcasts are huge. So I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing a new series. 
I think you have to be a little more diverse. You have to seek it out a little right? bit more, right? Yeah. Like if it is a true passion, go seek it out because there are so many platforms now. Okay, so yeah. I take it back. There's, you know, hope for spoken word over a microphone and into ears. Thank you. And my, <laughs> my show is the same show with a different name. It's Records and Rockstars, which is effectively a spinoff of the book. But it's the same. It's the same show. Music that I'm passionate about was stories about that music. And then you get to just kind of jerk off on all of it, right? Uh, come on. If you want to, you can. No, that's what we do with music we love. Come on, right? <laughs> it's true. Metaphorically, it's that's true. what happens. Yeah. So, what's the lowest low range of your voice? How low can it go? It, that's at 6 a.m. <laughs> when you wake me up and say, "Honey." I'm serious. Like you've got make me a coffee. It's it's just it's the ultimate. I'm thinking I can't even do a Jeff Woods voice mm. if I tried. <laughs> like I can't even get it that low. It'd be weird if you did. Would it? Maybe. I think it'd be sexy as hell. <laughs> Here's a question I'm sure you've answered a thousand times over and over again. You've interviewed some of the biggest names in the rock music industry. Let's just say the music industry, the entertainment industry. Who was the most surprising and who would you say is your career highlight? I can't lie, it was Bowie that was yeah. the highlight. That's such an obvious. I was the yeah. biggest fan of his music and respect for what he did and and, and then his kindness yeah. draws me back to that interview as the go-to. But I was surprised at Lindsey Buckingham. No way. And I'll tell you why. While I was sitting there with him in LA for 45 minutes, the whole time I thought he was angry and being somewhat dismissive. Oh. That was about me, that was not about him. When I rolled back the tape, and when I transcribed it for the book you're holding, yeah. he wasn't that at all. I think I was just intimidated. Oh, absolutely. Because of his level of, and he's a good looking oh, man. No kidding. And he was actually quite sweet and, and, and uh, affectionate and, and forthcoming and, yeah. and not difficult at all, not combative. Wow. It was, it was all in my head. So that was a surprise. Yeah. My perception was up. Really? No one like unleashed any like dark secrets and gave Jeff Woods the ultimate access to some like dirt that totally blew your mind? Come on, share it. This share blew the my wealth. mind. This blew my mind a little bit. And and his wife told me that it had never happened before in his entire career. It was nineteen ninety seven. Okay. His band had been around since seventy three mm -hmm. out of Australia, a Scotsman named Angus Young of A C D C. I'm getting excited. <laughs> so he was off the road. But he was promoting a box set called Bonfire, the story of Bon Scott, the singer yes, from ACDC previous to Brian Johnson. I got him to tell me about their relationship as friends and bandmates, but more oh. as friends, two guys sitting in a room. And suddenly, <gasps> he started, he, he teared up. Wow. And his wife was in the room and she looked. Wow. And then I said, because we were, we were taping it, it wasn't yeah. live. I said, do you want to take a break? I knew he smoked like a chimney. You want to take yeah. a break and we'll go to the smoking room and have a cigarette? And we'll come back. So I let him off the hook after he cried a little bit. And that's wow. when his wife came over and wow. said, you really got to him. I said, well, I didn't mean to get to him. And she said, no, no, it's good. It's good for him. God. And yeah, as, as an interviewer, you must love that it's shit. Like, what do they call that? A Barbara Walters right? moment? <laughs> oh my God. So I want to get to that level one day. I don't think you can make me cry. I love, that sounds like a challenge, <laughs> Jeff. And I love a challenge. <laughs> Speaking of crying, because I know I've been crying a lot over 
all of the incredible artists that we've been losing over the That's last few point. years, right? We've been losing, yeah. it feels like a nonstop hit list of some of the most amazing names in music. Who did you miss the chance to interview? Who did you really want to interview out of the people we've lost? Tom Petty. Tom Petty. To yeah. What would you have asked him? What would you have wanted to know? I would ask. I would have asked him about George Harrison, uh -huh. who we also lost before I got yes. to meet. And they were really tight. They were best friends. George was like a big brother to Tom. I didn't know that. Tom talks about George. You know, people call George the quiet beetle. Tom says, what a misnomer. There was nothing no. quiet about him. He had everything to say about everyone and everything. That's adorable. Yeah. I, I, would, I always thought he was the quiet beetle. And, and Tom looked up at, to George. I don't know if he looked up like that, but he looked up to him as a, wow. as a brother. Wow. It was very sweet, the relationship. That is sweet. Well, there's a brotherhood in music, there right? Really is, yeah. I love I love learning all about that. Okay, classic rock is kind of a boy's game. Am I right? It's kind of a guy's thing. It's arguable. It's kind of a guy's thing. Why do guys gravitate towards classic rock more than say women would or women have over the years? <sighs> I guess. I, 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 rally with I, I, Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about it. I meet more and more women. Yeah. Uh, more often that would argue that. That, that, that love where music was rather yeah. than where it's gone. And maybe it has to do with uh, bands being more career bands and having a chance to grow, not being kicked out of the label because their first or second record didn't hit, right. so they're off. Back in the day when things had a chance to grow, you grew along with them. Yeah, absolutely. You watched, you experienced what they were experiencing, and when they hit, you felt this connection because you were there at the beginning. A lot of women feel that way. That's a very, that's a very feminine thing to have a timeline like that and to watch a relationship progress. Yes. Okay, good observation. Thank you. It's a new perspective that I hadn't considered. I like to share. I, I like that. I like, you're very wise. So Jeff, classic rock today, is it possible? Wait, can you apply classic rock to rock today? I would guess not. Ask me in 20 years yeah, kind you of thing, couldn't. right? You couldn't. If you're if you're discovering a record and you're 20 now and when you're 40, you'll no, be like, No, but classic rock has specific, like... Yeah, no. So no. Bookends. Let's go with no. Okay, so rock. Let's talk about today's music. Yeah. What's the sound of rock and roll today? It's all over the place, but the best... I don't really like it, I'll be honest. The best stuff is few and far between. It, it doesn't it's, surface enough. Neil Young talked about how a lot of people once they get out of high school and traditionally anyway get out of high school and get married and have full-time mm -hmm. jobs and babies and so on they still are listening to the record collection they had pre all that i'm not that and i know you're not that there's stuff coming <laughs> out today that matters yeah um it's not all rock with a capital r some of it still has guitars though thankfully but it's just is rock not in as high popularity yeah. as, as it was. You're is that absolutely it? right. Okay. Yeah, it's more, it's I, more, uh, how do you say, fragmented, fractured, yeah. uh, niche. Niche just it's means small. It's not trending. It's not, it's not yeah. the hot sound right now, well, right? You know R&B has taken over. You know how banjos came out almost 10 years ago, and that and? was all the rage for three, four years, and then that went away. What's the thing now? There's not really a thing now. It's all no, things. No, we're through hand claps. We're done with hand claps. We're done with harmonicas. There's we're done a lot with of uh, lightweight vocals I've noticed. There's no, and I don't need barroom like blues. I do. But I do need a man's voice. When you hear Jim Morrison, uh, even on L.A. Woman, this does not sound like a 27-year-old man. No, it this doesn't. It sounds like a man. Yeah. And I miss that kind of 
visceral. That's that's why we keep going back to it. Though. I think so. That's part of it. Roadhouse Blues. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Insta wet. Yes. Instantly. I mean, yes. Sexy stuff. Yeah. I want music to take charge like that again. Well put. Right. Yeah. Take the fucking steering wheel and take me somewhere. And some bands will still do it, but you have to search for them. Well, what's inspiring rock today? Or what's inspiring, you know, the sounds that we're hearing well, about? Well, artists are inspired by everything that they were always inspired by. Relationships, relationships, and relationships. Mostly. You, really, you think relationships <laughs> lead all of these musical inspirations? Heartbreak and oh, yeah, horniness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, heartbreak and horniness. I There's bookends right that, there. That's actually pretty good. I love the alliteration. Yeah. I met an artist last week, and I'm going to have her on my podcast, which is called Records and Rockstars, just like the radio series. <laughs> and you can get it at jeffwoodsradio.com. I don't even need to do it. You did it for her me. Her name is Miranda Journey, and she plays an electric ukulele, of oh, all wow. things, made by Vox. Wow. Uh, vintage uh, gear. But, but again, she sings about heartache like everyone else yeah. does. Puts her own spin on it. Has this booming beautiful voice looks sounds is great wow and you find these artists when you least but, expect but I'm so them electric ukulele yeah that's is it like rocking no but it's it's, it's passionate and sincere and, yeah. and bold of vocal hmm well then we'll check it out we'll definitely check that out miranda journey miranda journey see, she she and you could perform that would be a good duo how do you know Laura about me Desiree, miranda journey oh, yeah, sounds yeah, poetic yeah. Okay, Jeff, this is something that I've been dying to ask you. Go. In all of rock and roll history, in your opinion, yeah. what is the most rock and roll thing to ever happen? <laughs> I'm leaving it very, like, open for you here. When you ask me that, I know there's only one subject matter, uh -huh. a, a subject, as it were. It's got to be Keith Richards. <laughs> Why, and, being still alive today? There, what did well, he Well, that's do? part of it. And there's a list of things, but I think it's this, and it's fairly recent in his life, and he talks about it, how he snorted his father's ashes. <laughs> that is That's the rock most and rock and roll. roll thing you could ever imagine. He explained later that he had spilled some of his ashes. Uh-huh. And what are you going to do with that? Sweep it up and put it in the dustbin, as Keith said? Yeah. No, that would be sacrilege. You mix a little <laughs> cocaine as he did, and you snort it. They, they have an expression for this. Yeah. Um, uh, funerary cannibalism. The ingestion of someone. Post Why don't we apply that to eating placenta? Sorry, like non sequitur, I know, but we do it all the time. I'm and off I'm so, that. You're off that. Yeah. That's not your Too vibe. Too calories. Yeah, I know, but people find new ways of putting it into smoothies and pills and whatnot. <laughs> like, they're getting very adventurous. Keith encourages his daughters to do the same when he dies. No, he does he not. He does. He said he'll provide the straws. That's a good one. That's very, that is very rock it's and roll. pretty rock and roll. That's a very good choice. <laughs> I would have thought, you know, Jimi Hendrix soloing the fucking anthem would I have been. I thought Star Spangled Banner at Woodstock would be. would be, it was top three. Who's top three? My top three. Well, you know, as much as I'd love to go into, like, the top 300s, because you're just so much fun to talk to, I'm going to have to wrap it up and say thank you so much for chatting today with us, Joe. Great questions. Now, tell everyone where they can find this book online and more about you. There are links at jeffwoodsradio.com where there's everything from Records and Rockstars t-shirts to the podcast to the links to the audiobook, which is brand <gasps> new. Ooh. Fifteen and a half hours. And it's your voice. It is indeed. Yeah. They said, who'd you get to narrate it? That's Duh. a joke. Uh, yeah, dumb question, I, I, right? I did my best. You didn't even laugh. I no, think you got it. Excellent. Like. Jeff, it's been such a treat. Hope you've enjoyed it as well. For The Schmooze, I'm Laura Desiree.
Welcome back, everyone. I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did to relive. I got to tell you, it was a beautiful summer day that we actually did that interview on a rooftop in downtown Toronto. It made for a beautiful video. Uh, if you're interested in checking out Jeff's amazing book, Radio Records and Rock Stars, make sure you find it on his website at jeffwoodsradio.com. And of course, select that audiobook option because I'm sure you're just dying to have more of that voice in your ear. Uh, As for the video version of that interview, you can find it at nakednews.com. Definitely worth the subscription. Thanks so much for listening to Talk Naked. We'll catch you next time.